Lindsay. And I'm Lacey. And this is the Tabletop Podcast. We are so glad you're here with our mom and her friends to talk about all the things. Now grab a cup of tea or coffee and join the conversation. All right, mom. You're up. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Table Talk Podcast. I'm Shannon Keys, and I am the host of this podcast. And we are in the middle of a series right now on recognizing the wounds of our souls. And I've posed some questions. Um, I We started out talking about the need for vulnerability and that that is the foundation of any kind of healing. It's really the foundation of relationship um, with Jesus because we cannot have relationship if we're not willing to lay it all out before him. And then last episode, I challenged you to ask, to observe and ask yourself why you do what you do the habits, the behaviors, the thought processes, the things that you do that you just do that. You don't even second guess them, but they come from somewhere. And we talked about the root of our wounds um, creating these patterns in our life and how we have to recognize the, the behavior and then trace it back to the root and let Jesus heal that root. And so it's interesting because I was like, okay, Lord, where are we going from here? Because, um, you know, I'm obviously as we go along, I'm asking the Holy Spirit to guide me in, in our conversation. And um, and I was asking that question and it was in the same moment that I was asking that this um, thing popped up in my feed. I think it was one of my, I don't know, one of my social feeds um, about John 5 and the story there where Jesus Um, encounters the man that's been um, for 38 years. He's been laying by that pool that is a pool that if you get into it, it's the healing pool. And um, he's never been able to get in because he can't get there fast enough um, to get in before everybody else. And so it's a really tragic story of just he's literally for 38 years been laying within reach of that pool, but not able to get to it. And so um, I came across that story and it's, and I know it well, but I, when I read it this time, I just, it was like, I knew the Holy Spirit was saying that's the next step um, in the conversation. And, and there's a moment in that story where Jesus is, he, he learns the reality of this man's situation. So he knows this man's been sick for 38 years, unable to get to that pool and be healed. He knows that. And it's so interesting to me because the, the way he starts the conversation with this man is he asks him a question. Do you want to get well? And I read that and it kind of just took me back to my own journey. And I remember a moment much like that. No, it wasn't a moment of, do you want to get well? That wasn't the exact question that was asked. But that is the question that was asked because I was confronted in a good way with my pain. I was, I was challenged that perhaps the things of the past, perhaps the wounds were still there and that I had not been healed from um, childhood trauma. And so I remember that moment and it was like pivotal because I had to make a choice in that moment and that choice is what led me, it, it was going to determine the path and it, and obviously because of what I chose, I'm here today. But I remember having to choose and at first I was kind of like, offended a little bit. Like, what do you mean? I need, you know, challenging me and healing and I'm fine. And I've moved on because, you know, in my mind, just move past it all and ignore it. That was healing. That was, that was the solution. Um, But that's just because I didn't see hope in any of that pain. And so, so I was offended at first at the thought that I needed, um, you know, that I might need help counseling, whatever. 
And then, but that seed had been planted. In a sense, the question had been asked, do you want to get well, Shannon? And so then that was just stirring in me for a few months. It actually was a few months of just that stirring and the restlessness inside of me. And I think I've mentioned that in one of our previous episodes, just I became restless. And it was like, all of a sudden, what I had always thought was the way to go didn't seem right. It was like, I just, you know, uh, ignoring it, not talking about it, not it just all of a sudden, I'm like, wait a minute, it, it's not that doesn't feel right. And that had to do with, of course, the authentic community I was involved in. But um, I had to wrestle with that question. Do you want to get well? And a few months in, I finally did make a decision. And I and I reached out to um, my awesome counselor who was with me. She still is my counselor. When I need her, I go see her. <laughs> but I reached out. I, I, I made a phone call and I set up an appointment. Um, and that was my answer. That was my response to the question, do you want to get well? But it didn't stop there, friends. That was the first step. And then from that point forward, there were so many moments, memories, um, when it was time to forgive, there was so many people to forgive, so many moments where the question kept being asked of me. And and it did transition into that question. And it did transition into Jesus asking me that question, do you want to get well? He would show me, I would, I would discover a wound, you know, inside of my life and my heart and my soul. And and then Jesus would say, do you want that to be made well, Shannon? Because what he was saying is, I can make it well, but it is going to require change on your part. You're going to have to change things. You're going to have to be brave. You're going to have to have courage. You're going to have to do things you haven't done and say things you haven't said. And so I had to make the decision multiple times. And I still do. Every time something is presented to me, because it's not like I've said, I've already told you this before. It's not like you heal from the wounds of your past and then you're never wounded again. That is not life. <laughs> so the process and the tools of learning how to, to allow the wounds to heal, you're going to use that over and over and over. And every time a wound comes, every time someone hurts you or something happens and you are deeply wounded, even if it's not someone did something to you, but like the man by the pool, he was just born with this. He was born sick. He was born paralyzed, born unable to to take care of himself. So it wasn't that someone else hurt him. It was just, he was born in this broken world that way. And yet the question is asked of him, do you want to be made well? And his response to Jesus, and you can read it in John five, his response to Jesus is so interesting. He doesn't give a yes or no answer. He gives a list of reasons why he hasn't been able to get to the pool. He tells Jesus how, you know, every time it, he, how he watches everyone get there and, and he can't get there fast enough. And so then it's just like, he just, it's the cycle has been happening for 38 years, watching everyone else go and get in the pool, but no one being willing to help him get there and he can't get him there, get himself there. And so he gives Jesus the list. And if we can be honest, probably what he's doing is he's kind of just having his own little pity party, because I would think after 38 years by a pool, being sick, but, and seeing the healing, you know, right there, but not being able to get to it. I mean, I might would have a little pity party too. And so that's how he responds to Jesus. There's no, yes, there's no, no. It's, well, here's the reason you ask if I want to get well. Well, here's the reason that I can't get to the pool. He didn't understand who Jesus was because a little later in the story, um, right after he's healed, he, he takes his mat and goes and in it, and it proves that, that through the words that it's in the scripture that he didn't actually know 
in the very beginning there who Jesus was. So he's not understanding that the savior of the world, that the healer is talking to him. He's thinking this is just another man that's like, why don't you, you know, do you want to be made well? Now, Jesus in his mercy and kindness and great compassion, his response to this man is take up your mat and walk. You're, you're well. And I find that so interesting because here's the thing. The man, you know, Jesus asks, do you want to be made well? The man has the list of reasons why he hasn't been able to be made well. Jesus kind of just, he's just kind of like, okay, here's here's your healing. Like, it's kind of like, not that he skims over and, and it, it's like not important that the man said these things, but it's it's not the point. The point is not that you haven't been able to get there. The point is not that the pool has been out of reach. The point is I can heal you. That's kind of where we're, the story is taking us. And so when Jesus says, take up your mat and walk, it strikes me that the man had to make the choice to get up. And I find it fascinating because he just spent, you know, whatever, these few minutes telling Jesus all the reasons he couldn't get to the pool. Yet when Jesus says, "Get, take up your mat and walk, you've been made well, he just does it rather than say, well, I, I can't. Why would you say that? I can't get up. He just does it because something in the voice of Jesus speaking, he rec- his spirit, his soul recognized that this was a voice that could change things. And so he gets up. He takes his mat. After 38 years, he gets up and he goes and he presents himself. And of course, we, you know, as always the case, it's the Sabbath. And so the the religious leaders are mad. And, you know, that story carries on. But I find it so interesting that Jesus began a conversation that was going to lead to healing. He began the conversation with this man by asking the question, do you want to be made well? And so that's kind of the question I'm posing for us today, that you've been kind of thinking, hopefully, um, since the last episode about kind of what are what are my behaviors? What are the patterns? What are the things I'm doing that if I stop long enough to think about it, I realize they're not good. I need to, they need to be changed. And then maybe you've traced it back to those wounds. Maybe you're still on that journey and that's fine. But when you do discover that wound, when you get to the root of that wound, that place that is sick inside of your soul, you are going to be presented with that question. Do you want to be made well? And that's a loaded question (laughs) because if you want to be made well, you're going to have to be willing to face off with the things you've avoided. You're going to have to stop ignoring things that you've tried to just shove away, which is exactly what I had to do. You're going to have to look them straight in the face, in the eye, remember the things that hurt, and you're going to have to let the pain come tumbling out in vulnerability, the anger, the hurt, all of it. You're going to have to let it come out. And then you're going to see as you let all that come out, well, here's what I have to do in order to be healed. Here's what I have to do in order for me to be able to pick up my mat and walk away healed. It's going to require something of me. It's going to require some changes. Some habits are going to have to change. Some thoughts, some words, the way I treat people, the way I view God, the way I view. There's so many things, friends, that are going to have to change if we want to be made well. And so um, I'm so thankful that I said yes. I'm so grateful. I don't know that I even fully understood at the time, what I was saying yes to. But I'm so thankful that, yes, there was a few months there of of me wrestling and kind of feeling uncomfortable with the idea and and being challenged and thinking, well, who, who, you know, why do I need to get help? I'm fine. I have a family. I've moved on. Life is good. 
But then it did finally come to that place where I finally said, you know what? Something isn't right. There is something inside of me that is not right. And I don't really know that I believe that it can be healed. So here's the thing. I was just like the man at the pool. I could, I had my list of reasons that uh, I don't know if this is going to work. I mean, I've been this way for years. That The facts are the facts. Those things happened to me. They hurt me. They wounded me. And they can be undone. So I had my list of reasons, too, that I had not been healed. But I made the step. I took the, I took the step. I made the choice to pursue wellness, to pursue healing. And every time that question was asked of me, do you want to be made well, Shannon? I said, yes. And so I have to pose that question to you as you're on this journey and you're seeking to understand the wounds of your soul. You know, none of us, it's human nature. We don't like to face the hard things. That's really human nature. It's just part of our flesh that we want to avoid the hard things. We want to we want, to, we want it to go smooth and easy. That's just kind of who we are as people. So this is a, it's counterintuitive. It goes against our human nature to say, yeah, I'm going to face off with that wound that is inside my soul that is just infected and causing me all this trouble. I'm going to face off with it and I'm going to let Jesus heal it. That does take boldness and courage. And those things come from the spirit of God. And so I love it because Yes, the man in the story in John 5, he had plenty of doubts and reasons, 38 years worth, right? 38 years worth of reasons why it hadn't happened. But all it took for the healing to come was a word from Jesus. All it took was a word from the mouth of Jesus and the man was healed. And that is the same for you today, friend. All it takes is one word from the mouth of Jesus. And he is still doing the same thing today that he was doing in John 5. He's asking, do you want to be made well? And then when you say, even when you say, well, here's here's the reason that I've been this way. He is looking at your soul going, get up, take your mat, walk. I've come to heal you. So as we move forward, I want to encourage you, friend, to, um, you know, I've mentioned to you about journaling and writing things down. And I'm, I'm going to always be suggesting that even if you're not a writer, it doesn't matter. It has nothing to do with that. It's just getting your thoughts out. Um, getting what's inside of you out on paper and and it it brings clarity. And so um, hopefully you've been able to do that since the last episode and kind of write down some things. But I want to encourage you maybe to take some time to sit down with your journal and or notebook or whatever you write on and write the question at the top of the paper. Do I want to be made well? And then list everything that comes tumbling out. You might need to say, Here's the list of reasons that it that I can't, that I don't see it happening. I mean, be honest, just like that man. He was full of doubt, yes, but it was honest. He was being honest with Jesus. He didn't understand that the Savior of the world was standing before him with the power to, to completely heal every single part of his body. He didn't understand. And Jesus knew that about him and he had compassion for him. And so he has the same compassion for you. He knows that you maybe haven't fully recognized the power of his spirit that is at work inside of you. So write that question down and then just pour your heart out. Why do you think that it's too hard to be made well? What is the wound? Maybe think of pick one wound. Don't try to pick all of the wounds in your soul. Pick the one wound. Is it a wound where someone hurt you and you know it's going to require forgiveness? And you're like, I just, I can't, I don't know. I can't do it. It's too hard. Write it all down, friend. 
And then give yourself some time to sit in God's presence. Ask him to speak. Ask Jesus, what what do you want to say? Have a conversation with him. What do you want to say in response to my response to that question? You asked me, do I want to be made well, Jesus? And I'm telling you the things in my heart. And now what do you want to say to me in response? And, And listen and let him respond to you. Because this whole journey of exposing our wounds, of being made whole, of being it all is about our conversation with Jesus. That is where it's at. It is about the way he is coming to us, filling our vision, speaking to us, renewing our, our minds. But all of that happens with through conversation that we're having with him, where we hear his voice, where we hear it. I love that in the story of John 5, that it doesn't tell us Jesus laid hands on the man. It doesn't tell us he even touched him. It just says he spoke it. Now, obviously, laying hands on people to be healed, of course, Jesus did that, and that's awesome. But I think what's powerful in this story is that Jesus was attacking the doubt in this man. He was coming against the doubt in this man more than he was coming against the physical sickness. Because the physical sickness and Jesus, I mean, that's nothing for Jesus, right? That's like nothing. He can do that in a second. But he was coming against the, the words of doubt, the seeds of doubt that had been planted in this man's soul for all these years. And he does it through the word he speaks. And that is so powerful, friends, because that's exactly what he's doing today. The words of doubt that have come out of your mouth or the seed of doubt that is planted in your heart, Jesus is saying, here's the truth. I want to speak into that place. And by me speaking that truth, you're going to find healing. So do you want to be made well? That's the question for this week, friend. Do you want Jesus to come and make you well? Do you want to pick up your mat and walk? I hope that that leaves you with some good (laughs) food for thought. I can't wait to be back with you again for our next episode. Until then, friend, be encouraged that Jesus is, he is so near, so close. And there's so much hope for you in your journey. And no matter the wound, no matter how long you've had it, no matter how deep it goes, I am proof that every wound can be made well if you give it to Jesus. I'll see you next time, friends.